Good evening and welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and to tonight's edition of Springboard, your virtual university. It is 66 days more to the end of the year and this is the platform where your personal value is enriched on a weekly basis. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstation Joy 99.7 FM. Proudly sponsored by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, MTN, Ghana's number one network and our print media partner, the graphic business. Thank you for joining us on Joy 99.7 FM and live on Facebook. My name is Albert Okran and on behalf of the Virtual Academic Board chaired by Comfort with support from Matthew, Priscilla, Amos, Jojo and Emmanuel, I welcome you to our discussion on the impact of digitization on banking. So tonight, one simple question, which one do you use more, the banking hall, the ATM or your mobile app? I have loads of responses on Facebook. Which one do you use often or more? The banking hall, the ATM, and the mobile app. I'm going to bring you the answers very shortly from those who have responded on my Facebook wall. How many of us still visit the traditional banking hall? And how often do you go in a month? Send your views by WhatsApp, if you will, on 02499-99555. In today's Data is King segment, Comfort will give us the numbers on the changing face of business, and you don't want to miss that one. In our Game Changer segment today, Jojo tells us a story of an unorthodox approach that brought the result in a very pressing situation. It's on the point of view how you view a particular situation. But before I introduce my guests tonight, let's go on to our quote for the day. And Comfort, what do we have as our quote for today? Well, our quote for today comes from management guru Peter Drucker. He says, The enterprise that does not innovate ages and declines. And in a period of rapid change such as the present, the decline will be fast. Right. So any enterprise that does not innovate is simply ages. And then it declines. Yeah. The business becomes an old business. <laughs> it's comfort. It sounds almost like innovate or die. I mean, why, why, why is that so, so important for businesses? Well, Peter Drucker died in 2005. That's 14 years ago. So if he was concerned that there was rapid change at that time, you can imagine that presently the change is even more rapid. Mm. Digital disruption is occurring at an exponential rate today. So it is more imperative for businesses to embrace technology and innovation. Right. And that's actually what we are discussing on the show tonight. And we are joined Excellent. by two two friends of Springboard and from EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. And as you know, EcoBank is at the very heart of digitization and banking innovation. They are championing the use of technology in banking. I mean, I'm a rapid, a frequent, happy user of the EcoBank mobile app. And as you know, the mobile app is the multiple award winner in innovation, winning the CIMG product of the year for the year 2018. And I have here in the show on the show tonight two leaders from EcoBank. Alfred Sitch is the regional head of commercial banking for EcoBank Ghana and Anglophone West Africa. And I have Kingsley Adofu Ado, the head of SME unit um, at the commercial banking sector in EcoBank. Alfred and Kingsley, welcome to Springboard. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. It's congratulations in order for the CIMG Awards. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So accept our congregation, uh, congratulations from the Springboard team for for those awards. I think you, you scooped a couple of them apart from being the the product of the year. Two times EcoBank has been voted the uh, Hall of Fame bank on the CIM, CIMG. Uh, accept our congratulations and send it also to the team at EcoBank. How, how Thank big? You I very mean, much. in comfort submission, she talks about the fact that this, it's almost it's literally urgent from Peter Drucker's point of view for companies to to innovate, to hit the ground, to move. From where you sit in the banking industry, how critical is this discussion that we are having? Even before we settle to the details, how important is this discussion? I think the point cannot be overemphasized. And indeed, uh, what we see around tells us that we also have to innovate uh, across industry. It's not even in banking alone, but we see it as something that is a global phenomenon. And we also have to tap into that opportunity. So it's now the norm. It's not just uh, something that we say is exceptional. Now that is the way forward. And for every single activity, we need to consider digitization because that is a way forward. So they say innovate or, or die. What does it mean? What do the numbers say? According to PwC's 2017 Digital Banking Consumer Survey, 46% of today's global consumers use digital channels exclusively for their banking. 46% exclusively digital. I called a friend in the UK as, as we were building up to this week's um, show and he says I, 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 I did a test on, digit, uh, on solely digital bank this week and he says he just signed up online and by the next day he had his card and I say wow, mm-hmm. our world is changing our iceberg is melting mm-hmm. and who moved our cheese <laughs> that's what we are discussing tonight let me bring you some numbers about people who are watching on Facebook and what they are saying about how often they go to the banking hall or how often they use um, ATMs and how many are saying that they use um, mobile apps. So I have, I have the first, let me do the first 20 comments. So Lawrence Quaffle says mobile app, need 36 ATM, favorite princes, the mobile app. And the question is simple. Which one do you use more? The banking hall, the ATM, or the mobile app? Gloria Lamte says mobile app. Kofin Ketia says mobile app. Harold Adefio says mobile app. Israel Apeta Sigmund says mobile app. Abeku Graham Banaman says ATM. Kwame Bafu says mobile app. Samuel Mafu says mobile app. Mami Safuwa says ATM. And nobody's mentioning, and probably on the 20th, Somebody's Isaac Amoyal says, business transactions, banking hall, personal transactions, ATM. So let's ask you, are these numbers surprising you? Let me go to you, Kinsley. For me, um, thank you, Albert. For me, I don't think it's it's really surprising. And uh, one would say, when you wake up in the morning, what do you touch first? (laughs) And the answer is, it's your phone. Right. 
and that is the convenience people. For me, it's my Bible. It's your Bible. <laughs> well, well, the Bible, Bible is on your phone. phone. <laughs> because for me, for me, for one, my Bible is on my phone. My wife is looking at me. She, she wanted me to see I touch my wife first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for me, that is certainly not surprising. Uh, everybody is looking for convenience. Right. Everybody is looking for the smart and easiest way to carry out their everyday. Um, being it transaction, being it even reading, being it anything you'd want to think about the human race now. It's more in the palm of our hands. And so those numbers are not surprising. And the last uh, comment was talking about business banking, uh, personal ATM. And even with regards to business, it's also a big question. If business people were to dial in or send their comments, I believe we would see the trend following the same, more on digital than the physical. It is obvious that the, the more solutions that we come up with and the more answers we find to the needs of the customer, the less they would actually travel all the way yeah. to use the banking hall. In, indeed, the ATM is really next to mm. the banking hall or in the public mm. place, but the, the mobile app allows you to lie in the comfort of your bed and, and, to, and to live the life. Let me give you another comment that you will find interesting before we even go down to the, the details of our conversation. So, Hadiza Kwanza says, I, I recently entered my main bank and I was shocked how the place had changed with lots of faces. I hardly go there unless my ATM card expires. I love my card. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. He says, I don't go to the bank unless I want to change my card. What does it say about, about the interface between customers and us? Is it that they don't want to see us? No, and it, it is not about them not wanting to see us, but it's right. about the convenience that is available to them now. Right. Yes. I mean, now, as Kingsley said, I mean, just by your, uh, a touch of your on your phone, you are able to assess whatever services you need to do. I recall, for some of us who are a little older, you know, some of us started banking over 25 years ago, and way back, I mean, uh, it was so manual that even if you needed your statement, you'd have to get someone to write every little item on the statement and then have it signed off before you even send it out for whatever you want to do. If you need your balance, you have to travel to the bank. And when you get to the bank, you have to be in a queue. You know, I mean, all these are issues that were of the past. But now with digitization, it's so convenient. On your own, you don't need to go to the bank for anything. It's only when maybe you need a visa and you want a statement signed. Otherwise, you could even just assess your own statement at any point in time and, and use it for whatever you want to do. You can right. pay your bills. I mean, several I mean transactions can be done using your... So they say the proof, the proof of the value proposition is in the numbers. Yes. The proof that something is benefiting people is how many people are engaging the service. And the information we have is that over, over 1 point, about 1.5 million, almost 1.5 million people are signed up to the app. For a population of 27 million in Ghana, that is huge. It is. Give us a sense of how well people are responding to the use of, of mobile te technology in banking. Okay. I think just as you pointed out, the EcoBank mobile app has currently over 1.4 million uh, on boards. And out of that, we have about 350,000 people who are actively utilizing the platform. Right. So if you look at the fact that uh, it's taken us close to about uh, 28 years to come up with about 800,000 in terms of customers. And within two years, uh, we've been able to onboard 1.4 million and still counting. Almost double. Yes, right. double. 
And then even the utilization numbers, 350,000 against 800,000 over a period of 28 years, it tells you that the potential is great. And that is what we all have to be looking at. Right. If you just join us, this is a discussion about about banking and how it is changing. The landscape of banking is changing, not just in Ghana, but across the world. I am joined in the studios by two friends from Ecobank, Alfred Sechi and Kingsley Adofu Adu. Both of them are in commercial um, commercial banking. Alfred heads the unit and Kingsley focuses on SME. So if you are SME tonight, please stay tuned because you don't know what <laughs> Kingsley will do. I mean, the last time I was in Cape, with Echo Bank in Cape Coast, all of a sudden they started giving out giving out things on on uh, on the show and people were winning all over the world, including somebody from Italy who won money on his mobile app, mm. Express account, instantaneously. So please, just stay tuned. I don't know what will happen. Just stay tuned and enjoy the show. Alright, so let me give you some other statistics that are available to us. Online banking popularity in the UK has increased steadily from 52% in 2012 to 74% in 2018. Absolutely amazing. Now, let's go to yourselves. I mean, when you look at the industry globally, digitization is shaping the way organizations operate how they interact with their customers, how they interface with them. I mean, churches, political parties, um, businesses, schools. There are schools, I mean, visa collection. There are, I mean, several embassies just don't accept physical cash. You just need to do it digitally. How is this evolving within your industry, which is banking? Alfred. Okay. Uh, thank you, Albert. I think as I said earlier on, uh, if you want to look at the evolution, then you want to look at where we have come from. Uh, banking had moved from uh, typically manually oriented processing to digitization, which is what virtually every bank is looking at doing. I recall that back in the day, uh, we were using ledger cards. You would want to uh, do your transaction and uh, you have to send your check to the counter. They go into a ledger room, look for the file, pick your ledger card, which was so laborious. And then they put the uh, check on your ledger card, look for your balance, write it manually. At the close of the day, there was something they called waste, which was uh, more like the central point where every single entry had to be done. And then they, it is balanced before we know whether the day had even gone well or not. We moved on and started computerization. Initially, computers were just for entries. And then virtually, uh, they were not even networked because if you are for a particular branch, let's say Echo Bank and you are the head office, your account was domiciled there. And so if you want to do a transaction, you cannot move to another branch to do it until we moved on to network where we became uh, more or less a, a bit uh, connected. So all the branches were connected so you could go to one branch and access your account wherever, I mean, it was located. Then eventually we... I mean, improved upon that, stepped up a little. Now we got into a situation where we started using ATMs and POS, which also eventually became, uh, you know, something that uh, clients were much comfortable with. And now we have moved on because uh, banking is dynamic. And now we are talking about using our mobile phones as our banks. So let me say that we started from a purely manual position to a semi automated system 
and now to a fully automated system. Even though we are not there yet, we see that there is a vast improvement. And I think across all banks, it's not only EcoBank. Right. Across the industry, this is what it is now. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Kinsley to look into the into the crystal ball and, and, and predict how the future is going to look like. Because, I mean, I'm just I'm just I'm just so sure that what we are champion here today probably uh, some other countries hit those areas a couple of years ago so it's not very difficult to look at what others are doing and see that in a couple of years we'll be at that same point and who knows in some spaces like mobile mobile i know in mobile banking for instance we are ahead um, of most jurisdictions but kingsley when you look at what is happening elsewhere can you predict what is likely to happen in banking the future. Maybe I could just look at you and then I'll transfer money to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think the last comment you made it's a reality. Because today even if you pick your phone and if you are using an Apple phone or even a Samsung recent versions, you can unlock your phone looking at the phone. Or you can unlock the phone using biometrics. Right. Now I foresee tomorrow being a time where you don't necessarily need a PIN code. Okay, to assess financial services. With robots and all of that coming into play, there's going to be a lot that of automation at the back end mm. to create further convenience for the customer at the front end. So it is the way forward. Digitization and um, looking at uh, artificial intelligence. Mm. Nowadays, we talk about uh, the buzzword is blockchains, which mm-hmm. scares me though. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. you would look at that and to see the possibility of blockchains helping us accelerate transactions, mm-hmm. helping us further take away the minor manual transactions mm-hmm. that we still have within the sector. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the future is scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say the things that scare us are also the things that help us. I'm going to put um, I'm going to put Kofi Osinshira. He's a collaborator. He works with he works with all these banks to provide um, the services that we enjoy to give us um, a, a collaborator's perspective of what of what we should be expecting as we engage with payment systems um, going forward. But I want to tell you what, one thing that I think um, we should hit very soon when we are looking at Isaac Amoya's comment about um, business banking. He goes to the, the banking hall, but um, personal, personal banking is definitely mobile app. I realize that when it comes to collection, yeah. when it comes to payment, mm. we've not as yet hit it with the convenience that is available with withdrawals, transfers, and so on. Let me give you an example. So, um, recently, I mean, in the, in the U.S., just visiting with friends, I realized that, oh, no matter which bank you receive a mm. check from, you don't have to move from your kitchen, your hall, or your wherever. Just take your mobile phone, take a yeah. picture of the of the, the of the check from your app, yeah. and immediately it is paid. Yeah. It, it, it was just I just said I say oh, tell it <laughs> because once we get the payment to sorted out, mm. then then the interface with the banks is significantly reduced. Okay. It reduces transaction cost and therefore okay. makes it even more convenient. That is one thing that I think... Albert, Albert, if Mm. I may add, even in the now with regards to Ecobank, you know what we have called the Omnilight or uh, Omnibanking. Tell me about Omnibanking. So Omnilight from the commercial banking's perspective, it's housing all the other services as you mentioned. Payments, collection, investment and transaction banking services in one location. Now, with the Omnilight, time is no more a hindrance to your banking. So, supposing you need to pay a supplier, as a business now, you might want to hurry up 
to uh, get to the bank before 4 o'clock, else you, are unable, you will not be able to process a transaction. With regards to OmniLight, that same convenience the customers are enjoying now, in the comfort of your office, you can initiate a payment irrespective of time. If it's within EcoBank, it will hit the account in real time. If it's another bank, within the clearing period, it would hit that said bank account. As well. How do you initiate that? You initiate that using your either on internet, if you have access to internet, or you have a mobile phone, you can go on, log in onto the EcoBank uh EcoBank app, log on uh, your PIN code, your password, commercial bank, your PIN code and your password, you assess the platform and initiate the transaction. I still want to stick with the issue of lodgements, payments into the bank. So if somebody paid me checks, cash, I want to lodge into the bank. How has digitization um, engulfed or, or made that one easier? Is it something that we isn't the offering or is it something that we have been able to break through in? Can people, for instance, pay, pay money into the bank after banking hours? Can they can they pay from the comfort of their homes? I would have say we with EcoBank, pay money into your banking account, uh, account is possible, irrespective of time. We have across the country over 1,000 express points. Now, an express point is a franchise of the EcoBank uh, uh, brand where you can go there and make deposits or withdrawals from your bank account. So from these locations, you will have that 24-hour service to uh, make deposits or withdrawals. Now, these express points are like businesses. Some are corner shops. Some are uh, retail distribution outlets. Some are filling stations and supermarkets. So these are locations within our community and creating further that convenience for you not to worry again about time. For me, time is critical to the extent that I need not to be constrained by time to carry out a transaction is critical and again it's a plus within uh, uh, the evolutions within our sector. 26 minutes past the hour of 7 if you just joined us this is a discussion about digitization and how it has transformed the banking landscape. My friends are from EcoBank Kingsley and Alfred they helped me to understand did I get it right? Alfred and yeah. Kingsley yes helped me to understand how EcoBank has pioneered several interesting innovations and I'm trying to, to prompt them about what does the future look like? And one thing that is emerging is that when it comes to personal banking, we have a plethora of, of solutions. When it comes to corporates, we've made progress, but the area of being able to lodge money in the bank that I've just received, there's some more ground that we could cover. And I'm sure our innovation team will start cracking their heads about how to make sure those checks can be paid right from the comfort of my, of my office or, or of my home. What is your own experience? So far, it's only one person who's telling us that they, they go to the banking hall more frequently. Mobile app is leading by about, about 80% and then about... 20 about about 19 percent or 18 percent is atms and banking hall is just some two percent or one percent is it that people don't go to the banking halls at all kofi also is on the line helping us to understand what to expect next with this rapid evolution of payment systems kofi good evening mm, good evening albert Kofi, how critical is this discussion? You head in Sano, you are you support the banks, you work as a partner with them to make it possible for them to 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 help us to achieve these objectives. How critical is this discussion today that we are having with our friends from EcoBank? Um, Albert, thank you for for having me on. This is a very seminal um, conversation as far as um, the present ecosystem is concerned. As you may see, and as your panelists have already alluded to. There is a certain deliberate uh, transformation of banking services 
Ghana. Uh, you see, so the first and, if you like, most important uh, process in banking, which is the identification of the personality of the customer, who the customer is, uh, itself has been totally digitized. So what typically called know your customer or KYC has been digitized. So currently you don't have to go for the bank to identify you and to, and to uh, determine whether you are who you say you are because there are a plethora of options from facial recognition to ID, card verification, and so on. So it's a subnow conversation. Um, now, core services that banks traditionally perform, um, which, if you like, is also the bedrock of the banking business model, has been digitized, which is account opening. So now there is what we call the remote account opening. Um, all the banks I have opened between 2018 and 2019, I've never had to walk physically into a banking hall to open these these accounts, and like like the EcoBank team has has mentioned. So it's an interesting area that is seeing a lot of transformation, a lot of digitization. But I think there are very interesting trends that we are beginning to see in this space. Let's talk about the benefits to both parties. I mean, is this a win-win situation or is it a disruption that the banks should be scared of? Because very often when we talk about technology and innovation, it's made to sound like if you don't do it, you will die. You will see. It's almost like it's, it's supposed to scare the players in the space about what could happen to them if they don't conform. But really, is this a win-win such that the banks win, the customer wins, the government wins, everybody wins, or do some people win and do some people lose in this particular development of digitization? I think it's a win-win. It's totally win-win for the customer and for, and for, the, and for the bank itself. So you take a look at something that is happening in the area of lending, for example, and you look at how banks determine who to lend money to these days. Um, very advanced artificial intelligence platforms have been built that determine the credit worthiness of a customer. So the bank doesn't end up giving a loan to a customer that is not credit worthy. Um, these lending mechanics also use various credit scoring uh, models that are patterned after how a customer thinks and his income, his ability to pay, his penchant for buying, if you like, uh, ostentatious goods and so on. So the bank gets to know the customer and give the customer what the customer is able to afford to pay back. So it's totally win-win for, for, for the bank and, and for the customer. You take a look at um, what loan logics does in um, in Europe, for example, or what Engine, which is a fully digitized uh, bank, does in Europe as well. You'd see that gradually it's, at a, it's, it's coming at so much convenience to the customer. The customer is having a plethora of options at any point in time because then from the mobile phone he's able to determine which bank he should transact with he's able to move money in between banks or deposit funds into bank accounts without even having to um, you know move from the comfort of their homes and so on so it's come a real convenience for for banks and for me for what from where we sit at Insano and with the research that we have done We've realized that in terms of loan defaults, um, digitization has reduced loan defaults by some interesting 15% um, over the past year. So for the banks that have started using credit scoring to, um, if you like, determine who they give loans to and so on.
we've also realized that a lot of um, costs that would have gone into stationery are beginning to to reduce. So if I don't have to print out a product um, application form like we used to have those days, and I could just over a USSD of over a mobile banking application, either Android or iOS, I'm able to um, select a particular product or um, a request for a loan or um, you know do a treasury or an investment product, etc. Then it comes to the customer at um, you know conveniently, but it also comes to the bank as a way of um, reducing their cost of. Um, I mean, reducing the, those overheads. And so I think banks are beginning to... I mean, if you take a look at checkbooks, for example, gradually, and we have seen that with two of banks we work with at Ensano, that with a remote check deposit product, banks now are giving the customers the opportunity to remotely, um, you know, deposit checks. So you take a picture of a check somebody has bought to you, and then you just you know, have it deposited in your account without to having to, to travel to the bank. And gradually you're realizing that checks is, and themselves are being replaced. So people don't have to be printing checks. And let me, let me take your thoughts on... Right. You mentioned two things that caught my attention big time. And the first one um, was about credit scoring and being able to reduce non-performing loans. That's a huge issue, especially in the light of the recent developments in the banking sector. Then you also mentioned the cutting of the costs because... Profitability is why we are all in business. And so you, you give the indication that digitization leads to reduced cost for these banks. Let me just wrap this one up uh, from your end by looking at the future. You mentioned Europe and uh, you mentioned a couple of um, a couple of banks that are, are disrupting the space in Europe. Our research shows that a Monzo bank account is open every 11 seconds. 11 seconds. And, and the numbers are just phenomenal. These challenge banks leading the digital revolution are uh, Revolut N26 and they have a combined 7.5 million customers yeah. in the UK only. What right. is happening is this, that people are finding these um, digitization as an easy way to engage. And the global fintech market size in 2018 reached 111 billion. A staggering 120% increase on 2017 when the market was worth 50 billion. Kofi, what is the future in the light of fintech, in the light of innovation? What's the future of banking from where you sit? From where I sit, banking is becoming branchless. And very soon, every single brick and mortar infrastructure that banks are investing in will become a cake. They will become a thing of the past. Customers will increasingly place a demand on their financial institution partners to become more technologically um, inclined, we think that um, in the future, well, short-term future, this is a year to two years, we are seeing customers moving totally from using banks for the traditional purposes that they use banks for today to using banks just as reference points or testimonial purposes, basically. The exciting thing that uh, my friends at Mecobank are mention- mentioning is the banking made easy and made convenient in your convenience shops, uh, what do you call them, access points? Express points. points. Tell me your thoughts about express points before you go. The fact that you can walk oh. into your filling station, you walk into your 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 convenience oh, shop, and, 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 and it's there, right there for you. What do you think about that? The, the, the Ecobank Express Point, Albert, is one of the most 
phenomenal um, agency banking uh, products that I've seen uh, at least rolled out between 2018 and 20, 2019. And I've mentioned to um, some other officials of, of EcoBanking, uh, including some of, the, of, of their persons in um, consumer, that I think um, it's, it is the future of agency banking. So now the person with whom I buy my groceries also says as a place where I can deposit funds and perhaps do some um, even withdrawals. And I, we, we think it's the future of how agency banking is supposed to be. Thank you very much, Kofiosu Ishira, the CEO of Insani, joining us with your thoughts as we explore how the stakeholders, how the partners are also viewing this radical change in banking. I'm going to go for a brief commercial break. When I come back, let's look at the SDGs. Let's look at the global picture of where the world is going and how these innovations in banking tie into the global picture of the future. Please don't go away. But by, by the way, how often do you yourself enter the banking hall? Let's know so we can tell our friends of EcoBank whether they should expect you this week, next week, or next two weeks. By the way, are you a trader or a merchant looking to grow your business? Then now is the time to grow faster and go further with EcoBank's Diggy Banking Pack. The EcoBank Diggy Banking Pack is designed specially with the growth of your business in mind. Benefits include zero opening, opening balance, no monthly service charges, automatic access to EcoBank's payments and collection solutions, and a loan of up to 200,000 CDs and much more. The EcoBank Digi Banking Pack also comes with capacity building and financial literacy programs to empower you to grow your business. To find out more about how to grow faster and go further with a bank that understands your business, visit the nearest EcoBank branch. Call toll free on 3225 or contact us on digiparkgh at ecobank.com. Ecobank Mobile App CIMG Product of the Year 2018. Ecobank Two Times CIMG Hall of Fame Bank and definitely Ecobank the Pan-African Bank. Let's do a brief message from our partners. When I come back, how does this whole digitization fit into the global picture of our development? And what is the... The data is clean segment saying about disruption. And by the way, what is that radical approach that was used to get a result in a remote country far away? Talking about radical approach, I remember something that I found out about Bishop Duckyward Mills and about radical approaches. It was said that when I went to first year, it was said that a year before, there was lights off and he was walking through from Annex A to Annex B in Legon Hall. And when the lights went off, he clapped and said, friends, 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 hello, attention, attention, attention. Just as the lights have gone off in the Annex and in Legon, the lights can go off in your life. Give your life to Jesus. He stood right in the middle of the two annexes and that was a crusade. Just, just, just like that. That is how to use unorthodox approaches to get results. How do you get results? Let's try that from Juju. How to get results? with an unorthodox approach. Please don't go away. Pre-boarding announcement for MTN Post and Chill Flight 567 to Dubai. Keep browsing and talking with your MTN Post bundle to stand the chance of winning an all-express fake trip to Dubai. You can also win those headsets. 40 devices and more from now to 30th November. Send check to 567 or use the MTN Post app to check your points today. See you in Dubai. 
Just be. Terms and conditions apply. We date for you everywhere you go. Where are you? Postman. I'm at the bank group. Really? But your car is in front of your house. Bro, my bank on my phone, Charlie. Oh, how? Ecobank, bro. With Ecobank Mobile app, I can do everything, anywhere, anytime. Listen, I just checked my account balance, paid Amazon school fees, and sent money to my grandma at Wale Wale. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Masa, just download the Ecobank Mobile app from the Google Play Store or the App Store or dial star 770 hash and be your own bank manager. Manager, manager. Whether to pay bills or fees. To check account statements, send money across Ghana, abroad, and more. Ecobank Mobile app has got it covered. Ecobank Mobile, making everyday people live everyday lives the Ecobank way. Ecobank, the African bank. And Springboard is the virtual university. We are joined by listeners from all across the world as we enhance our personal value on a week-after-week basis. And if you are listening to us tonight, you either are joining us on Joy FM or you are joining us on Facebook. And this discussion is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy 99.7 FM with proud sponsorship from Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, MTN, Ghana's number one network, and the graphic business providing print media support. Look out on page 18 of the graphic business for the springboard article every single week and it's going to be right there on page 18 in the graphic business let's find out is your competitor really in your industry if you thought your competitor was the person in the same industry think again because in this data is king segment comfort gives us an idea about the changing face of business comfort what do we have for uh listeners today well a uh, 2017 survey of global banking executives by the IBM Institute of Business Value gave the following insights. 66% of executives surveyed said the traditional value chain were being replaced. 57 of them do agree that the boundaries between... 57%. 57% do agree that the boundaries between industries are blurring while 61% see competition coming from new and unexpected places. A 2018 report by McKinsey as well indicates that fintech startups are becoming a significant force in the financial industry. In the U.S., for example, their estimated value is $120 billion. The equivalent of 7% of the total equity of U.S. banks. They therefore identified uncertainty as one of the biggest challenges in the industry, especially for the bigger banks. Interesting perspectives. Uncertainty, uncertainty, and uncertainty. Um, let me come back to you, Alfred and Kingsley. It's, on a, it's uncertainty a motivation or a threat? <laughs> Let me think from you, Alfred. That, that's a very interesting question. Uh, for us, at Bank is a motivation. Right. Because we try to think ahead. And so if you look at the industry in Ghana, I realize that uh, we were the first, I mean, to start with this uh, mobile app. And uh, indeed, uh, if you talk about Bank Pay, the QR codes, we have also far advanced in that area as well. So yes, the competition is not what we really see because the fintechs are even eating our lunch. And so we need to find ways of working together with them. 
And that is what exactly EcoBank is doing. I mean, over time, I mean, we have a lot of partnerships with these fintechs and we are working together. So we see them not as a threat, but we see them as collaborators who are also heading in the same direction. Because at the end of the day, we have to break down the barriers so that uh, financial services will be all-inclusive and will be accessible to all. Let's talk about about poverty and ignorance. I mean, w- how well, with all respect, how well is the informal sector, those who you would not call the typically learned literate, how well are they embracing digital solutions for the banks? Well, because the, the, the real case, the way we can really break the the hold of poverty is when Every single service, whether it's banking, healthcare, can be made available to the to the the poorest of the poor, to the least of our people. So, how well are, are these categories of people coming on board with some of these digital solutions that you are uh, releasing um, year after year? Yeah, thank you, Albert. And again, um, before we went on break, you mentioned on the SDGs, and surprisingly, when you scan all 17 SDGs, you do not see a mention of a savings account. Um, access to loan, access to finance, to grow your business. However, the financial services are critical for us to achieving any success with these SDGs. Uh, For instance, if you take a farmer, a farmer would go through the whole cycle a year and come harvest, harvest, go to the market and to sell their produce. Go back home with the money and maybe keep it under its pillow. Right. Somebody takes it out and it goes to affect their ability to go back to the farm again and the cycle goes on. However, with the advent of digitization today, the farmer has a phone, being it a yam or a smartphone. With Ecobank's interventions and innovations, the farmer today can open what we call the express account. That money that somebody would have taken away, that would have affected its cycle of getting out of poverty, being able to assess good health care, being able to provide for the well-being of its family. It becomes a thing of the past. And the numbers, as indicated earlier by Alfred, now on the mobile app alone, we have 1.2 million. And this 1.2 million, it's more of people who were formerly unbanked. Mm. And now with digitization, we are bringing them back mm. into these circles. Mm. Again, other interventions that we've brought to play is what we call the EcoBank TB for all. Now, for one to improve their daily lives, to be able to move out of poverty, they should be able to save. And in the past, to get a treasury bill is a challenge. You need so much to invest in treasury bill. At EcoBank, we are saying with five CDs, one can invest in treasury bill. Mm. All you need to have is a mobile phone. Mm. Have an express account, have a mobile number, and you can make that investment also a reality. Right. We talked about the express points. And let, again, let, me, let, me, let me tell you my own perspective. I mean, mm. next to the, the amazing revolution of the EcoBank banking uh, mobile app, I personally think T-Bills for All is the most revolutionary Thank by you. far, Thank by, you. by a Thank wide you. mile. For Great. reasons, for, for the past 12 years, Springboard has spent its time traveling around this country mm. doing three things, encouraging talent development, encouraging entrepreneurship, and encouraging investment. These are the three pillars that have driven our work for the past 12 years. Yeah. So anything that makes investment accessible, anything that makes entrepreneurship available, anything that makes talent development possible, we are there. Mm. And honestly, the two things I like about the, the, the T-Bills for All, one is the fact that 
the amount required yeah. to open it is small. But the second part I like is the most fascinating part that it is convenient and it can phone. be done yes. on your phone. Exactly. That for me is the game changer. Yeah. That yeah. is by far yeah. the game changer. It's 12 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. We're going to have the the game changer segment. Once you say there's a game changer, we must have a game changer segment. And we'll find out about not just not not clapping for evangelism like the great Bishop Doug you had noted at Lagon, but a radical change that was done or made in a country in which potholes were becoming a nuisance. What do we have in our game changer segment and and, and how can we leverage on orthodox methods to get the results that we seek. Take it away, Juju. So, um, Yekaterinburg is actually Russia's fourth largest city. But it is one of the worst in terms of road quality. So in 2012, a local publication called Ura.ru took it upon themselves to get the awful roads fixed. They wrote several articles, but they had very little success in getting the politicians to act. So they decided to try a more innovative approach. Under the cover of night, they went around to three of the worst potholes and painted politicians' faces around them. <laughs> they even painted their campaign promises to fix the roads to shame them into action. Spoiler alert, it worked. Within 24 hours, all three roads had been fixed. The campaign was so provocative that it was covered by 300 media outlets globally and it doubled the traffic to URA's website. So why did their guerrilla campaign succeed when well-reasoned arguments had failed? Today, our game changer is point of view. Ura succeeded because they put themselves in the politician's shoes and asked two critical questions. Number one, what do politicians care about? Their reputations. Number two, what do politicians want? Good publicity. They then leveraged or, or, those... Or what do they hate? Bad <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And then they leveraged that point of view by associating the politicians' faces with the potholes Essentially, the politicians' fear of reputational damage and bad publicity is what drove them to act. So in the month before the campaign, only 1.4 kilometers of road had been repaired. But in the month after, the rate of repair had increased by 500%. 500%. So how can we apply point of view in our business? From Russia to Ghana. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the development of solutions from the point of view of the customer is known as design thinking. And according to Forbes, Every single dollar invested in design thinking creates a hundred dollars in return. Henry Ford alluded to the power of the point of view when he said, if there was any one secret of success, it lies in the ability to get the other person's point of view and see things from their angle as well as your own. This week, whether you're negotiating with people, designing digital banking products, or simply trying to understand people better, try to understand their point of view and discern their values and their desires. This has been The Game Changer with Jojo Okren. Have a phenomenal week. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm going to paint something on something this week <laughs> and see the results that we'll get. If you just join us, this is, this is not the painting segment. This is the springboard of virtual university. And I'm here with Alfred Sechi and Kingsley Adofuado from Ecobank as we talk about digitization and how it has totally radicalized the face of banking all over the country and all over the world. And so what are the customers saying about this? What is their experience? All right, so I have Elulu Agbleke on the line to give us a customer's experience about banking. Let's find out 
whether they are excited about digitization or they feel like it is taking something away from them. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Uh, so tell me, tonight you are talking about banking and you are starting the question with a question. How, which one do you use the most? The banking hall, the mobile app, or the ATM? Uh, I use the app and the ATM. I think the app most often. So far, the, the app is leading by 60-something percent. Wow. Um, so per our little survey we are doing tonight, the app is leading by 66.7%, and that is two out of three. The, the ATM is doing 27.8%, and the banking hall 5.6, one out of 20. Is, is that a reflection of your own experience, sir? Uh, yes, this is a highly good to the banking hall. Unless probably I go to the ATM, my cash is not with dispensed. I'll go there, but normally I don't. I don't go there anymore. Let me find out from you, Lolo. Do, do you see the? Do you see digitization as an advantage for you as the user? Do you see it making things possible? Is it cutting back on your transaction cost? Uh, yeah, to some extent, it is more convenient, more friendly. Uh, wherever I am, I can do what I want to do. It saves my time of going to join a queue and other things. Even these days, students that I work with prefer to pay by more money than going to a bank, wasting their lecture hours, and come out to the classroom. So I think personally, it, it, it's giving me a lot of advantage. Also, it's a little problem here and there, but I think uh, overall, there's a good reason why I stick to that option. You mentioned problems here, and they, I, I know one thing about our friends from EcoBank. They, they, they listen very intensely when, when they have people come on the show. So the last time, somebody called from, from Alaju and said they had a problem. Within a few hours, it was fixed. So please, if there are some problems, is it that the app sometimes doesn't work or what? Tell me, what are the problems? Uh, personally, I think once in a while, the issues about PIN renewal, I enter my PIN and I see if I've an incorrect PIN. And sometimes, too, the app switches here and there. So I think as time goes on, this one can be improved upon it. And these days, I wish I could just talk to my app and get my transition done. Instead of going to step one, step two, step three, and step four, before I can get a cash dispense out. So I feel like I should just talk to the app, probably through an AI means or something, so that at least I can get my things done faster and easier for me. Maybe it might not be now, but probably in the future it will be possible. Charlie, you do all. You do all. Hey, you want to talk to the app? <laughs> Actually, uh, Rafiki, does Rafiki allow you to talk to them? Right. So, uh, EcoBank mobile app has uh, an extension called Rafiki. You can talk to that one. But the, okay. the app there, okay. the Rafiki is more of AI. So, okay, okay, okay. Right. They are extending Rafiki um, service to WhatsApp. Once that happens, Charlie, all over the world, wherever you are, you can participate. That will be massive. That will be massive. Right. So that that's. Be massive. That's that's the next phase that we we are looking at to make the things convenient for everyone. Okay. Thank you a little for th those perspectives. All right. So, Thanks. as we wrap up, we have been talking tonight about banking and how radical it has been transformed with our friends from EcoBank, um, Alfred and Kingsley, and they have been sharing various innovations. As I mean, I've told you the ones I'm, I'm excited about the most, and for obvious reasons, once we can do that, it makes things easy for everyone. If we lower transaction costs and make it, make it possible, we replicate the SUSU model with technology and with a safe investment. So that one day, Charlie, it will work. Uh, let me give you 
three recommendations from McKinsey, and then I'm going to come back to you to wrap up in half a minute. So McKinsey gives as a follow-up to Comfort's presentation on the revolutionized um, um, industries and the impact on banks by the of the fact that. These days you can't even tell who your customer is, your, your competition is, and um, boundaries of industries are, are converging and so on. McKinsey makes three recommendations. Number one, banks should tap into their existing client base and operational capability to widen their focus beyond their core product lines like accounts, cash management, credit insurance, investment, etc., and consider non-banking services such as subscription management, voice and data, and mobility services for individuals. And so they are talking about banks possibly partnering with care providers and health insurers to provide billing platforms to make it easier for consumers to pay their medical expenses. Kinsley, that one, it comes straight to SME. It stays with your, 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 both of you, commercial banking. Second recommendation is banks should additionally consider monetizing data. First, they should use internal data more effectively by adding new analytics capabilities. And secondly, create new offerings such as reports based on their data. And in doing that, they must have concern for privacy and legal issues. Third and final one, move into attacking mode from defensive mode, move into attacking mode by employing digital channels and business models that can enable you to enter new geographical locations or market segments that have previously been expensive targets using traditional approaches. I think that your the the kiosk one, the kiosk model speaks to this one. Yes, indeed. The yeah, kiosk yeah, model speaks, speaks to, that. to that one. And also, you know, with our ATMs, right. they are smart ATMs. To extend that, intelligent ATMs, you extend that, you can send money to someone without necessarily using an ATM card. How do you do that? With the app, you can generate a token and send the token to the said individual. They go to any EcoBank ATM, touch the Express Cash mode, Assess it. You put the, uh, the the token number in there. Indicate how much is being withdrawn. Please and voila. Please don't repeat this because if you do, I'll get calls from my village. <laughs> <laughs> it's two minutes to hour of eight o'clock. This has been Springboard of Virtual University. And coming up next is the work with Jesus. And the question is simple. The ideal time to get married. It's a very beautiful topic. Mm-hmm. The guests, Reverend Dr. Samuel Kisiedu and Mrs. Erica Henry Obike. And um, the host is Reverend Ransford Abosi. Let me give half a minute to Alfred and half a minute to Kingsley. What should our customers take away? Is this a blessing or it is trouble and disruption? <laughs> Your Christmas okay. thoughts, Alfred. First. I think, yes, I think uh, first and foremost, let me thank Springboard for this opportunity to be on the Virtual University faculty right. for tonight. Tell you about <laughs> <laughs> Let me also say a big thank you to our customers who have really kept us and brought us this far. Indeed, this month is a customer appreciation month. So we would like to thank them and would just want to say that EcoBank will still be there for them. We will continue to listen to them each day to innovate because we don't want to die. Right. So we want to say a big thank you to you, Kingsley and Alfred, for joining us. And we look forward to having you again. And as we explore the future, look at more radical things we can do together with banking. This has been Springboard of Virtual Investing. My name is Albert Okran, representing Comfort, Matthew, Priscilla, Amos, Emmanuel, and Jojo. We want to say a big thank you. Next week, Sunday, we have Dr. Patrick Ewa of Ashesi University as we talk about the African Excellence series. Stay with us till then, and good evening to you, Reverend Joshua Abbey, as you celebrate your 60th birthday. We thank God for your life 
and we ask for his blessings upon your family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.